with a cane pole in his hand. Like a food tram sitting down by the street. Believes him to the corpus play. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. All right. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor show on radio. Brought to you live every Sunday morning right here on 104.9 The Horn or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm TJ Graney. That is Cody Ryan. Beefsteak Beef is checking out. He's got to go to church to manna, manna table. Adios, muchacho. And... Uh, Salt Dog is the guy who gets here early. He's the ranch hand that gets here early. Make sure the gate gets open and everything gets uh, everything everything gets uh, put into place. The old potbelly stove gets heated up, uh, re reinvigorated. A few sticks of wood stuck in there. And thank you for that, Salt Dog. Um, so, if you are a guy and you are an outdoor guy and You've always wondered, what can I do? Well, how about starting an outdoor hunting and fishing ministry in your church? Kids Outdoor Zone is an outdoor hunting, fishing, and outdoor adventure ministry for men in churches. You just spend one half Saturday a month. You rally the fatherless boys in your church and in your community and the fathers and sons, and you do an outdoor activity, and we'll provide you with everything you need. For more information on Kids Outdoor Zone KOZ, just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. All right, so we talked about this a little bit last week, and we're so excited to have Dr. Todd Phillips with us on the phone. Uh, Todd is with The Last Well, and um, and he's going to be camped out on a barge on Lake Ray Hubbard starting in – well, first, good morning, Todd – Good morning, TJ. How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. So, hey, it's uh, starting on the 10th of this month, right? In just a couple days, you're going to be uh, loading up on the barge. Yeah, listen, thanks for letting me on your show. You know, I, I want to say this real quick. I live up in the Dallas area right now. I was up in Washington, D.C. for years, you know, lived in other parts of the country, but grew up in Austin. Austin is my favorite town. My parents, my wife's parents. All live down there, and uh, I was just at the Texas OU game yesterday. I am a diehard Austinite, and uh, 
I'm fired up to be on your show specifically. We've had some great interviews about this deal, but I'm really excited to be on your show. So thanks again, TJ. Well, we're uh, we're an interesting mix here where this is the official station for UT Sports, and my daughter is an Aggie, and so I just whoop it up over here. But thank goodness yesterday we both won. So <laughs> it was a good day. Not a bad deal. Uh, the moon's all lined up. So um, – so Todd, yeah, you were in Austin for a while, and um, you did a, a lot of different. Min- you did ministry around here before. Yep. Uh, give us your your history a little bit of kind of because uh, I I didn't know where you were when you were doing Austin ministry when you were down here doing some things. Yeah, so I was uh, from about 1996 until 2002. So it's been a long time now. I was down in Austin uh, doing a ministry called uh, Austin Metro. We actually met for a while at uh, some different churches around the city, and then ended up at Hyde Park Baptist Church. Great and church. We had about we had about 2,000 young adults coming on a weekly basis um, on Tuesday nights every week. It was, a, it was a ministry to try to reach out to kind of the college up to about 30 crowd that at the time in Austin, they just weren't, uh, they weren't attending church by the, you know, uh, you know, in a big enough crowd, we thought. And so we wanted to reach out to those young people. I was 24 at the time, 24 to 30 during that whole time. And, Man, that, um, yeah. Well, so is that, is that kind of like the porch, kind of like a, a, a gig like the porch does in, in Dallas up there? Yeah, and, you got it, man. Exactly. Yeah. And was, thing. yeah, just a long, long time ago. Was Matt Carter a part of that? Were, were yeah, you? Matt was a, yeah, Matt was a part of it. Um, I, the, a lot of, a lot of those guys that have churches now, pastors at the churches, uh, all around Austin, we we just didn't have places for young people to go. And Matt and others, you know, through through Metro and really other, you know, uh, help from up at uh, over on Sa- at Saddleback Church in California, up at Willow Creek in Chicago, we had several people come down. John Burke with the with Gateway, wow, um, Matt Carter. I mean, all of them. That that's this is kind of not the catalyst for it, but they were all part of it. And that's uh, that's one of the beauty of they're really the things that really gives me passion and excitement that, that we had some small part in kind of bringing churches that were really focused on young young adults and also unchurched people. Well, so, you know, it's amazing because uh, this morning at 9.15, Austin Stone, Matt Carter's church, is launching their uh, West Campus building right here next to the studio and a huge office building complex, brand new facility, a, a real building for an Austin Stone Church. So, anyway, let's uh, let's keep going. Let's talk yeah. about the last well and what you're doing, brother. Uh, this is incredible. I mean, I've I'm I track ministry and and you one of the big needs in our world is water. Yeah. And uh, so t- let's talk a little bit about last well and and how did you choose this endeavor it's a huge step to try and pull off i mean liberia everybody having water that's huge yeah, yeah we started it really i was a pastor of a church up in washington dc uh, it was called frontline and again it was young adult focus my passion has always been young people and um i was there for seven years from t- 2004 to 2011 and long story short a movie came out called amazing grace back in 2008 or 2009 some of your listeners may have seen it. It was a, yep. about this guy, William Wilberforce, that's credited with ending slavery in the UK a few hundred years ago. And, and the big thing about his story is he, he, wanted to be a, he wanted to go into ministry full-time, and God had different plans for him and took him into Parliament. He spent 40 years fighting the slave trade in the UK and was successful after four decades to make the trade, slave trade illegal. And then hours later, he died. 
And so this man literally gave his entire life for a cause that he believed God gave him. Well, these young adults, there were about 4,000 young adults coming to Frontline at the time uh, that I was pastoring it, and pretty much every one of them, I think, saw that movie in a two-week time frame. And they basically started asking the question, Pastor Todd, what can we do to see something end in our generation? That was the question. And so as I was seeing all this this groundswell of momentum and excitement and conviction from these young adults, we got our staff and a bunch of key leaders together and asked two questions. What's the worst place in the world no one wants to go? And what's the greatest need in that place that we can use to earn the right to share the message of Christianity with them? And so Liberia, this little West African country that no one you know, knows about, probably anyone that's heard about it now uh, that's listening to this would, would, know it, would know it from the Ebola crisis in 2014. It was the epicenter of the Ebola crisis, but really it's very unknown. It's a small country in West Africa. We learned very quickly it was the most corrupt country in the world, according to USA Today. It was the second poorest. The CIA keeps a misery index. It was the second most miserable place to live. And all this lovely together. Oh yeah, TG. I'm telling you, man, it's a it's a challenging and, place. And so, and it was it was yeah. originally a, a colony of the U.S. or wasn't it? Some I mean, the U.S. had a, a huge investment in that area in the long long oh, yeah. time ago, early early days. Yeah, TG. It's amazing. I mean, when you start looking at the history, the the uh, the it's incredible. Constitution, uh, the Constitution of Liberia was written almost word for word to our Constitution. It was written in the halls of Harvard University. The first eight presidents of Liberia out of 11 were Americans. Um, they call themselves the 51st state. I could go on. It's just that wow. they, they love America. They believe they're part of us, and yet most Americans don't even know li- where Liberia is. Man. So anyway, all these young adults got together and realized this is a place we need to go. And so the greatest need was water. We were a Christian group that wanted to share the gospel, and so the mission in 2009 was to bring clean water and the gospel to an entire nation, border to border, for the first time in human history, and do it by 2020. So that's our mission. Well, now, I met the guys from—so I want to talk a little bit about execution and how you're going to execute this. Um, I met the guys with Sawyer at the— at a conference, and they were sh- showing their water purification tools and products and stuff and, and encouraging uh, ministries to utilize them and to do outreach and to do things like that. And, and that's how I got introduced to you and oh, this great. system of uh, – but how are you going to go into and get fresh water – to are you drilling wells? Are you providing pure water purifiers? What? How are you doing this? This is huge. Yeah, great question. Task. Yeah. So when we started, um, we didn't have a clue. Uh, we were in thirty different countries as a church doing mission work, and none of those thirty countries were Liberia. So we really had to start from scratch. And to, just to encourage you, um, these young adults in Washington D.C. believing God for great things, and that's really what they were believing God for. It's just something unprecedented, historic. Over the last nine, almost 10 years now, because we started in 2009, um, we've reached 1.8 million Liberians, men, women, and children, with water in the gospel in those last nine, nine and a half years. 1.8 million. And we've done that primarily through very low-tech solutions that are the best ones for this, this, this country. One of them are hand pumps, these water wells that we build where we can, and then the other one is the Sawyer filter. And the Sawyer filter is 
really been the biggest answer to prayer for us as an organization because every one of these developing countries, uh, about the last 15 or 20 percent of the population is unreachable uh, with with traditional water provision means like, you know, drilling rigs, et cetera. They, they may be 40 miles down a walking path to the next village. And the Sawyer filters became the answer to that prayer. In fact, out of the 1.8 million people that we've reached, about a half a million, maybe a little bit more now, uh, have been reached just with the Sawyer water filter. They oh, have, my gosh. They have the gap filler. In fact, without Sawyer, we would not have done, we would not have reached uh, the last, we will not be able to reach the last person. So Sawyer, I, I continue to applaud them. They, they have an incredible heart uh, to change the world with the technology that they have, and they partnered with us, and I couldn't be more thrilled. Well, now, um, Todd, uh, we're talking with Dr. Todd Phillips. He's the founder and president of The Last Well, and they're uh, based out of Rockwall, Texas, and they're trying to raise the last part of their funding. Well, I guess this could go on, but this really you have a you have a goal that you're trying to reach, yeah. and you are going on. Tell us a little bit about this event. You're you're stepping onto a barge on Lake Ray Hubbard, and you're going to stay there until you raise the rest of your money. Well, yeah, it's, it, that's pretty close. We've, we we uh, uh, I, I launch at ten o'clock in the morning on ten ten on October tenth at ten a.m. That's this coming Wednesday, so just in about seventy two hours from now, um, I'll be uh, putting my foot uh, on a twenty two by twenty foot uh, wood barge uh, with a tent and an outhouse and a small generator, and I'll be drinking lake water. As a matter of fact, only lake water through the Sawyer filter that I just talked about, so we can raise awareness for exactly how people in Liberia are living. So Lake Ray Hubbard, for, for anybody that doesn't know, it's the, on the east side of Dallas. It's a massive lake that provides water for East Dallas. And so our thought was that if I were to go out there and float on top of the um, fresh water source for all of East Dallas to raise awareness for the fact that there are 5 million Liberians right now that struggle to get clean water every day. And so I'm going to be out there until we raise enough money uh, to provide clean water for half a million of those Liberians. And this is the thing that's the most exciting to me, TJ, that at 5% of every population in these developing countries loses their life annually. I mean, each over 10-year time frame, there's people each year that lose their, their lives just because of this preventable issue. And so that, that 500,000 people we're going to reach, of that 25,000 of them are going to get to see their next birthday. I want you to think that's amazing. I mean, 25,000 people who would not otherwise see their next birthday. Half of those, by the way, are children under the age of 15. And so my decision was, look, I'm just going to live out there 24-7. And I'm going to stay out there and drink lake water and uh, raise awareness and do social media and just ask people to join me. Let's do something profound. Let's have our own Wilberforce moment in our generation. Let's come together and do something that's never been done. Well, uh, so there's so much to this, Todd, that uh, so many questions, so many thoughts that are running through my head. <clears throat> what I want to do as we wrap up this segment is I want to let everybody know how to follow you and where to follow you. We're going to post it on our social media on this side. Um, I have thelastwell.org, thelastwell.org, starting at ten a October 10th at 10 a.m., And uh, so can they go to thelastwell.org and follow your social media from there? Yeah, in fact, we've uh, we've restructured the entire main page of the website to focus on nothing but this initiative. It's called Hope Floats, Hope Floats. So when they go to (laughs) thelastwell.org, 
they can uh, they can give, they can follow. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a live cam. They can watch me do nothing on the barge all day if they'd like. So that's gonna be <laughs> fun, right? So the live cam's gonna be on there. Um, just to give your listeners an idea, ninety one dollars and sixty cents is enough to save a life. To save a life, one of those twenty five thousand lives that gives water to twenty people and saves a life. So ninety one dollars and sixty cents, four dollars and fifty eight cents gives water to one person. And, and the last thing I'll tell them, I hope this is encouraging, 100% of their money goes to Liberia. We don't keep any of it in the States. We have a small group of donors that covers my salary and travel and our computers and everything else. 100% of our money is covered on the state side. So all of the money from your listeners goes directly to Liberia to save lives. Well, Todd, we're so thank you very much for uh, making the time to call in and let us know about this. We're, we're going to, and I think if I'm not mistaken, we're going to have you back when you're live. We're going to have you call in live from the barge in the next week. Uh, yeah, I'm fired up about that. I'm, I'm, I'll probably be very bored that morning. TJ. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, thank you very, very much. We're super excited and uh, take a volleyball. All right. Well, we really appreciate you, brother. We're going to be praying for you in this ninety one sixty. Will will I would love for a bunch of our listeners to pledge their ninety one sixty for this, and uh, we appreciate you, brother. We'll uh, we'll be in touch. We'll be tracking you. And uh, that's uh, Dr. Todd Phillips. Go to thelastwell.org, thelastwell.org. We're looking to raise some 9160s for this cause, get fresh water to the folks in Liberia. Thank you, brother. Yeah, you guys rock. Thanks a lot. All right. Man. Yeah. That's, that's pretty ratty. cool. That's our kind of guy right there. It'd be hard not to be uh, fishing or doing something. Oh, man. You know what? That's what you need to do. We need to send him a fishing rod and Maybe some I'll of your favorite. Maybe I'll just go fishing. Maybe hey, I'll that, just go fishing. Hey, man, you need go to, to fish? Lake Ray Hubbard. That'd be awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. All right, it's the Outdoor Zone. We're live in the bunkhouse. We got your Peter report and more coming up next. Uh, only one place: one zero four nine The Horn or twenty four seven three sixty five at theoutdoorzone.com. Howdy everybody, Kevin Fowler here, hanging in the bunkhouse with my buddies TJ and Cody Ryan, only on the Outdoor Zone. Yeah, the other night, I met this hot country mama, she's looking fine, I thinking, ooh, yeah, I wanna take her home, make her mine, but all she had to say to my pickup lines was, whoa, hoss, hit the brakes. We have got to change that. So... Salt Dog, you, I'm going to text Kevin and just get us a new liner and send it to you. Will you do that for us? All right. What's wrong with the liner? No, well, it just doesn't kind of go like... Anyway, I was just wanting beer, bait, and ammo. Oh. Well. Come on. Spe- speaking of ammo, <laughs> I was trying to find a transition <laughs> That was there. good. McBride's Gun, Central Texas family-owned and operated gun shop. If you're looking for the right firearm ammo... McBrides can help. If you're looking to trade your guns, McBrides is the place. They've got an experienced gunsmith on site. They can fix your guns right there, one place. There's only one place, really, to go for any firearm needs. It's McBrides Guns. 
If you're looking for the ammunition, yeah. Yeah, they got it at McBride's. An experienced professional staff will help you with every step of gun ownership. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, right there on the corner of 30th and Lamar. They've got a little secret outdoor uh, fishing section as well, plus uh, some clothing if you're going on a big hunt, a big safari maybe. They've got everything you need. Give them a call, 512-472-3532 if you're looking for something specific or check them out online, McBridesGuns.com. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. All right, now it's time for this week's Peter Report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals, too. They taste great. Well, last week we reported on PETA's uh, costume of Donald Trump Jr. with the uh, scarred face mask and the scratch marks and the leopard leopard on its shoulder or whatever and they're selling those for 169 dollars yeah, totally worth it yeah oh we're so wishing somebody would buy us some of those <laughs> the only the only problem is that it's uh pita and it funded thing. well it funds some of their stuff right right but so uh pita president ingrid newkirk has responded to donald trump jr's dig in a recent daily mail interview that he would rather starve than dine with her or nancy pelosi and her response is possibly not one that you would expect given the billboard Peter ran against donald trump jr uh her assertion that he's an undesirable and that Donald Jr. Halloween costume that the group now that Peter now offers, which we love, <laughs> uh, Miss Newkirk extended the, the notorious hunter and longtime Peter foe a 21st century olive branch, tweeting offer an offer to buy him possibly his first ever vegan dinner at one of Washington D.C.'s many top-notch vegan restaurants. Mm. There's one the, a vegan restaurant. It's there's an Ethiopian vegan restaurant, a Mexican, an Indian, and there's also a Ben's Chili Bowl that's vegan. Ben's not that popular. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I it was uh, funny that uh, that they did that. But if I was him, I'd probably go. Yeah, I don't know. I think Salt Dog, you've uh, you're vegan, right? Definitely not a vegan, uh, but I have been forced to eat vegan chili, and I wouldn't what? feed it to my dogs. Oh. <laughs> well, I wouldn't think it. I mean, it's just like vegetables and stuff. What tofu. what what drives tofu? Yeah. Oh, it's got tofu in it. Oh, yeah. well, that's it's not. Like, that's what it's mainly. That's like made chunks of. of uh, Cottage cheese or something. It's not even cottage cheese because that would come from cows, which is just disgusting. It's some man-made fakeness. Like, I don't know. It's like chewing rubber pellets that break up into smaller rubber pellets. <laughs> well, that's weird. Uh, what I what I don't like is when they when they claim you know when they're grilling or they're you know come try this vegan barbecue. Well, yeah. no, no, no. That's not why do you have to make it taste like something else to make it good? You know, why don't you just say, hey, come try this fantastic tofu dish we made because that sounds (laughs) disgusting. Right. Nobody would eat that. Drivers need to be alert and cautious because moose are on the move. According to the Vermont Fish 
Vermont, Vermont, Vermont Fish and Wildlife Department. Moose are more likely to be crossing roadways at this time of year, especially after dark or early in the morning, because this is breeding season for moose. Motors hit 67 moose on Vermont highways during 2017 and 51 so far this year. Said Vermont's chief game warden, Colonel Jason Batchelor. Uh, we're asking drivers to be especially careful and for people to enjoy watching moose from a distance. Moose can be unpredictable and dangerous if you get too close and they feel cornered or irritated. Moose are a threat to motorists, but they are, but there are measures you can take to avoid hitting them. According to Fish and Wildlife, always be aware of the danger. Moose crossing the road randomly, uh, as well as their regular crossings. And then they went into, uh, they say, drive slow, be very careful. And uh, and then they gave a list of uh, moose, where, crossings. moose crossings. And I'm thinking, I, if I'm going to get a hunting spot <laughs> somewhere across from Route 2 in Ludenburg near East St. Johnsbury, <laughs> but 19 people died. Since 1985. Well, you think smashing. about it, man, it's, it's like we, a, we hit these little hill country deer on occasion, or they get hit, and it's a big deal. Can you imagine a moose? I, I, I don't know why anybody would drive a vehicle that does not have a brush guard on it. If, you had a, if I had an Acura. A moose guard wouldn't save you from this. Well, I'm no, telling you, that's a brick wall. That's a brick wall. But a place that can take one down if you're looking to bow hunt. On Route 105, Island Pond, or Bloomfield Near Worcester and Elmore. <laughs> you uh, need to go to Austin Archery Country. Go get a tuned up. Get you one of them new Matthews I'm triax. going to get broadheads this week. Get the Hoyt new Nitrix. Man, that sucker is fast. Uh, they got the new Traeger grills. You can grill your moose meat on with the new Traeger <laughs> wood pellet grills. So you get it all at Austin Archery Country. Go see our friends. they got a full indoor range. Get you set up right there, one place, 8121 Research Boulevard. You can give them a call, 452-1222. That's 512-452-1222. They're closed Sunday and Monday, but open up Tuesday through Saturday. Go see your friends at Austin Archery Country. AustinArcheryCountry.com. Armed Citizens Report up next. You don't want to miss it. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Only one place right here, 104.9 The Horn and 24-7-365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody, on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Whoop! Come on, baby. Hey, uh... I'm a Dodge driver. I drive a Dodge 2500. I love my truck. I love my truck. Hey, if you're looking for a nice truck, you need to look at you need to check out the 2019 Ram 1500. 1500s better performance, more efficiency than ever before, not to mention the newest technology uh, on the market, more than 100 safety features and this thing is powerful. 
can tow 12,500 pounds. Also, don't forget the 2019 Jeep Wrangler is an option for you outdoor guys. Or Man, today, I, I would love to have a four-door Jeep Wrangler. Yeah. I just think that four-door on a Jeep was a brilliant Yeah, move. it opened it up for sure. Hey, uh, Nile Maxwell Supercenter has all the Dodge Rams, the 2500s, the 1900s, and they have the 2019 Jeep Wranglers. They're awesome. Two four-door Wranglers arriving almost every day. If you want to save thousands of dollars on hundreds of vehicles, head to the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit us online at nilemaxwellcenter.com, nilemaxwellsupercenter.com, nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. They're a new sponsor for the show. Thank you that for that. Uh now it's time for your Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Smash and grab robberies are a trend in the in thievery of late, but one went bad when the crew of a when the crew picked a jewelry store where the owner had a gun. The men busted in armed with pepper spray and hammers and did a slew of damage in the store, including spraying the owner. Fortunately, the alleged robbers couldn't get out the door without being buzzed out, which gave the owner time to recover and grab her gun firing a shot to send the intruder scurrying off through a broken pane of glass, leaving behind the loot they tried to take. That is uh, smash and grab is the big thing now, especially in uh, in uh, in uh, San Francisco. Yeah, you can't you park your car anywhere in San Francisco and it's they they just walk by your car, smash the window and grab anything, go through all your stuff. It is like epidemic. And get this, in San Francisco, if if you jump in a car and speed away, the they cops can't. cannot chase you. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot and you of probably can't have a you like probably that. can't carry a firearm there either. No, I'm sure not. FBI agents shot by booby trap wheelchair in fortified Oregon home. Uh, a former Southern Oregon property owner has been charged with assault on a federal officer after authorities say an FBI agent sent to the property was shot from a booby-trapped wheelchair. Law enforcement officers responded to the home in the small town of Williams on September 7th at the request of real estate lawyer tasked with selling the property. A criminal complaint filed in the U.S. District Court in Medford said officers found traps throughout the property from spike strips to a circular hot tub turned on its side and rigged to roll over anyone who triggered, <laughs> triggered the tripwire. Not a hot tub. So <laughs> that's so. What what happened was this guy got thrown in jail right. for not for doing some crazy stuff, and they uh, it is an older fella. And uh, he got out for 10 days out of jail to get this property ready so the county could sell it. He was back on his – wasn't paying his bills, his taxes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, But he had 10 days to get his stuff out of there. And, I mean, that was a gracious th- thing, I guess, from the judge. Well, he goes to the property 
and he sets up all these booby traps. And one of them was when they opened the door to the cabin, there was a wheelchair with a shotgun strip strapped on it. And the shotgun goes off and shoots this FBI agent in the leg. Oh, my gosh. God. You think that guy's in trouble before. He is in big trouble. But I thought the the hot tub one, that's kind of like a, who's the guy that runs through the Temple of Doom and uh, uh, the the movie with all... Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones, you know, where he's running, 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 and that big wheel's rolling behind him trying to get him or whatever. Jeez. <sighs> anyway. People are weird, man. It's, it's just so strange. People strange are weird. It just sounds like it's straight out of a movie. It is. It's a freak It movie. is. Freak Indiana show. Jones, 1987. <laughs> the guy watched too much of it. Uh, a couple of bass myths. There's a list that came out of ten bass myths, bass fishing myths, that I thought was interesting, of course. Most of us won't know their myths. <laughs> We're gonna go, well, I, thought, I always thought that was true. Uh, bass become dormant in cold water. Oh, well, you've proven that wrong to me. Yeah, you can catch bass you in had cold water. I, you had ice on your fishing rod yeah when you were fishing one of your tournaments oh there's been several tournaments where you got to dip your rod in the lake to de-ice your guides on your fishing line yeah and then it's like then you get water in your hands and it's cold what about ice fishing you drill a hole in the ice yeah they do become a little slower but they you can still catch bass in cold water Groggy. Yeah, just sleep longer. That's all. Myth number two, bass strike red hooks because they resemble blood. Now, I know you've got packages of blood red hooks. I've got red hooks that I put on crankbaits. Diachi makes them. I've used them for years, but they don't. it's not because they resemble blood. My theory is the first color in the water column that disappears as it gets deeper in the water column is red. And I believe it's just one less thing. Who knows thing that? They that? Who knows that? Well, n- now everybody does. All <laughs> oh. eight, eight listeners out there. So uh, we'll we'll touch on a few more of these myths. A bass is a bass is number three. All right, hey, uh, a bass is not just a bass. A oh, bass that's right. Is, There's like all got, different kinds of. You got subspecies of bass just in Texas. So hey, Doctor Todd Phillips, the yeah. one that's going to be on the barge. Mm-hmm. He's a hunter, an mm-hmm. avid hunter, but not a fisherman. He wants you to come out there and teach him how to fish. <laughs> He's going to have lots He's of gonna time. He's going to be out there three weeks on that barge. He needs somebody. I'll send, he him, said, Please. I'll send him one tip every day. <laughs> and by the end, he will be a master fisherman. Sun Auto Service, family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company. Since 1978, they've worked hard every day to earn your trust and keep your vehicle running like new. They hire ASE-certified technicians to repair and maintain your vehicles. They require all of their technicians to complete an intense training program so your vehicle is worked on and maintained by properly trained professionals. SunAutoService.com for all kinds of coupons and specials. 405 West Slaughter Lane is the one I go to. 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and now the newest location at Lakeway, 1206 Ranch Road 620, com. Stick around. We're close this thing out. It's the number one outdoor radio show in all of Texas. It's the Outdoor Zone, live right here on 104.9 The Horn and 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.
Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12.50 yards away. But I got a different kind of hunting on my mind. I got my baby up in my dear blind. Country music on the radio for the real treat. All right, welcome back. It's the number one outdoor show on the radio, the Outdoor Zone. Follow us 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Aldo Leopold said, I'm glad I will not be young in a future without wilderness. It is up to us to train up the next generation of outdoor men and women. Don't sit on the back row. Stand and fight. Give to the Kids Outdoor Zone. Uh, Give to Kids Outdoor Zone. Land, cash, vehicles, boats, or start a group in your church. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com to donate today. KOZ. No kid left inside. Not only does the 2018 Honda Accord allow you to stay connected on the go with hands-free calling, a heads-up display, and Apple CarPlay, but Honda Sensing has some incredible safety features to give you peace of mind. Their amazing lineup of vehicles truly keeps you and your family safe on the road. So if you're listening to this commercial and feeling that Honda envy, come visit your Central Texas Honda dealers and test out one for yourself. Every single one of their new vehicles are marked down this month. That includes all of their best sellers like Honda Accord, the Pilot, Civic, CRV, HRV, and the Fit. There's something for everyone. Our Central Texas Honda dealers have hundreds of vehicles to choose from, and one and one of the friendly employees will make sure you drive home in the right one. Solve your Honda envy at any of the Central Texas Honda dealers online. CentralTexasHondaDealers.com. See dealer for details. Well, we're going into our last segment, and you had a couple of more myths that you wanted to uh, debunk debunk about bass fishing. Big baits catch big bass. This was a myth that was written uh, out. Big baits. You you say it all the time. You say it all the time. But I've many times. I mean, the biggest fish I've netted netted in a tournament was caught on eight pound line spinning rod and a drop shot rig which is notoriously known for being a you know a small fish rig but it was you know 11 something pounds so well and then there's those guys who throw like that kid on uh, ladyburg lake that was throwing that monster california swim bait and just so one that uh, gets me is uh catching nesting bass catching fish on beds is like picking cherries. It's real easy. No. <laughs> uh, TJ! TJ, I got him! You got him. You've sat in the back of the boat, frustrated for With you, lots of time. In the spring, on yes. Lake Bastrop or Travis or many other places for hours on end. An interesting one. Stocking Florida bass improves lunker catches. We've heard that forever. Hey, I thought that was why you brought the Florida bass all the way over here. When stocked into semi-tropical environments, Florida bass tend to increase the maximum size of bass there. Consider the case of California and Texas. Anglers elsewhere have clamored for similar introductions, <laughs> failing to appreciate the uh, these giants. Well, so they, I guess, you know, you can't take them up to New York and expect them to grow at the same rate because the water, you know, it's not oh, warm. Oh, that makes sense. Well, I know that they flourished in 
uh, South America, and they did in right. Mexico and the tropical it's because, areas. You know, during the winter, bass won't feed as often, right? Because they're not moving as much because it's colder, and they, you know, they just right. they slow down. They're not they don't go dormant, but they slow down. And during the summer times or warmer weather climates, they're constantly chasing bait, constantly feeding. The bait's moving. So if moving. you're putting them in a place where the water's not cold, they're not going dormant, they're staying alive, they're moving around, they're eating, and thus bigger fish. Well, Boom. no, you put them into a warmer climate, they're eating yes. more often. Right. Right, right, right. Right, right. Okay. Right, right. Just making sure you... I'm tracking, baby. I'm yeah. all in. Sixty percent of the time, you're hey. right every time. <laughs> hey, Salt Dog, you got buddies out on the water? Are they do and down on the coast in between rain showers? Did they catch I, it? No report yet. Not not yet. I've sent them a couple texts. I'm assuming they're probably still out on the boat uh, trying to get it done. Hopefully, I'll have a text update for you guys before the show ends. Okay, but, so no. but uh, teal season's over with, so they're done. They're all the duck hunting's done down there, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're uh, good they're, season though. A lot yes. of people kill a bunch of teal down there. Yeah, it definitely was. They're uh, they're strictly on the fishing business now though through the winter. So like I said, uh, the red, bull run bull red runs happening pretty much right now. But I think I showed y'all a picture last week. Yeah, five inches and then crazy. Uh, and then like I said, once it becomes colder and the trout start moving in, it was, it's just good fishing on the Texas coast all winter long. So so uh, you're not a deer hunter. You you. you no, uh, I've, I've I have deer hunted when I was younger before, but I haven't recently. No, sir. we need to take him out. It's that time, baby. Come on, it's, it's archery time. season's open. The fishing's good on the coast. Fishing's good on the lakes. It is a good time to be alive if you're an outdoors man or woman. Amen. Hey, beefsteak left early to go to church, but I have his saying of the week. He gave it to me already. All right. Yeah, I have it Job right well here. Well done. He, beefsteak. What, what he was well, he didn't send it to me. I picked it out for him. <laughs> hey, vegetarians, my food poops on your food. <laughs> I figured that's what his saying would be anyway. Uh, this week's Bible verse comes from Deuteronomy 11.15. Not often do I find Bible verses from Deuteronomy, but I thought this was a good one. And there's a there's a farmer's version that's been translated, which reads, I will provide grass in the fields for your cattle. The, uh, New, Light ver- uh, New, the New Living Testament says um, much of the same, says it'll provide a good pasture land. So anyway, live it, love it, learn it. With every drought comes a flood. Hey, we're headed to uh, church. Go find a good Bible-based church in your community. Uh, this is TJ Granny. If you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. This week, get a kid off the couch. Take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds, the trees. Heck, take them hunting. Take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoors zone. Uh that's it for us. God bless. See you next week. It's theoutdoorzone.com. Regulators, mount up. We came from the West Virginia coal mines and the Rocky Mountains and the Western skies. We can skin a buck, we can run a trot line, and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. I had a good friend in New York City. He never called me by my name, just Hillbilly. Billy.